Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 305th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy. Don't blow away. Don't blow away. <laughs> yeah, the, the the surprising, really, the storm that we're getting. I got a weather alert about it not too long ago, and I um I was expecting rain today, but not this late. I saw mm-hmm. that I saw in the forecast yesterday that we were going to be getting some light rain around here at around four o'clock this afternoon, and that it'd be cloudy most of the day. Now, of course, with with Gordon, we were up early this morning. We did a quick trip to Home Depot to kind of start trying to winterize our place. Um, you know, we're, we're actually a bit huh? late on it, so our windows are pretty inefficient. They're pretty poor, so we okay. we get that like plastic wrap and put that over our window to try to reduce the the um, the draft that enters the house, the the cold sure. air that enters. Specifically in Gordon's room, that used to be Lane and and, and my um, at home office, of course, pre COVID and everything, but. That's where we used to have our office. And when I was working from home, when I was in grad school back then, I remember that room being extremely cold. And like the first mm-hmm. thing I would do in the morning before even setting up in the office was like if I was going to be working from home was to um, take a to turn on the um, the space heater in that room. And it would, t- oh, it wow, would get it's that bad. Yeah, it would get really warm pretty quickly. Like it's a really small area, but it would get really nice and toasty pretty quick. And so. Be, of course, with I don't really like having I don't like the idea of having a space heater in there with him. Um, yeah, so sure. we're just we're just cranking the heat in the house. We're just turning up the, the the heat in the entire house to try to warm it up so that way he's comfortable. But of course, that's a bit inefficient. We we typically well, we we typically would keep the heat. Uh, I actually don't remember what temperature we would keep it set at during the winter, but we would keep it set fairly low, and we mostly just use like space heaters to to heat the area because. I don't know. We have like I don't know how many space heaters we have. Like those, um, the radiator style space heaters, not like the blowing sure. ones. Yeah. And so, um, we we would have one like in the office, and like one in the bedroom, one in the living room, and we would only have like one of them on at a time because you were typically in the same room in the house. So again, not trying to have that on in, in the Gordon's room, at least not while we're around. So just typically using the the house heater and so anyway we bought the we bought some of the plastic no we didn't buy any plastic wraps today because we didn't find the one we wanted um but we do have a few we still have to set it up um and then also our front door which has been like this ever since we moved in like i don't know over three years ago now they they've like done some repairs they've tried to fix it and improve it but there's still a bit of a draft that enters through our front door it's really frustrating we actually asked one time if we could install a uh, a storm door you know yeah. like and they were like no <laughs> why they don't want us making any changes to the to the place and so I mean, but it sounds like i mean it would like, be like free like it'd be like an additional thing that they get that that would help a lot you know right like there was there was one year where i came downstairs it was really like this is like this goes back like two two years maybe three to our first year living here Mm -hmm. i came downstairs and there was a a a small pile of snow 
that had oh, blown yeah. into our place. I have I took a picture of it. I can try to send it to you if I remember. But there were like it was a really it was a really like gusty day and it snowed and it it literally blew snow into our into our uh into our yeah. house because there were like these small gaps underneath our door or to the side, like underneath as well as to like the, the lower sides of the door. So we right. were at Home Depot today. We bought some like insulating material, some stuff to try to like alleviate that. It's never this like snow has never really blown in since then. But also we haven't really had a bad winter in the last couple of years. So it's difficult to say for sure if that like the, the seals have fixed the problem or if it's just we haven't really had a, a proper test case to determine if that's the case. And nevertheless, we still do feel some draft um, on especially on like cold days. So. Yeah definitely want to try to sort that out so that's what we did early in the morning and then um what i don't even remember what we did most of the day to be honest i i i if you can't tell from my voice caught a little bit of a cold because gordon Mm -hmm. caught another cold like if you remember a month ago almost to the day gordon caught a cold at daycare and on thursday afternoon he came home and he had a little bit of a runny nose now, last time he caught a cold, he seemed like really low energy, didn't seem great. So we kept him from, from daycare on the Friday. Um, so he, it was actually a similar situation. Thursday night came home, wasn't, wasn't well. And we, de- we, we decided to keep him home on that Friday. This time he was like off the walls with the energy. So we actually did decide to send him to school anyway. And he's been great uh, throughout the weekend. But I did catch something presumably from him because I haven't really been leaving the house much. And so I have a bit of a sore throat. Do you guys do like COVID uh, or does the the daycare do any sort of like uh, COVID screening? All they do is temperature checks. Okay. For, so even for if he's like got day. the sniffles or whatever, he's like yes. still able to go. He's still able to go. Yeah, which was a little surprising to me, but I think if they did um, reject kids for even the mildest the mildest of cold symptoms, um, a lot of kids would be getting s- sent home every single day. Mm-hmm. And I I I don't know. I'm not really sure what the best solution is for it overall. To be oh honest, yeah, I don't, but, I don't know. I don't I don't pretend to have a solution for it. I yeah, just no, no. You're just curious. Of, yeah. Well, yeah. so that was one of the things that we we were trying to figure out that first day. Uh, so last month when he was sick was, is he allowed to go to school? Um, and from what we were able to figure out, yes, he is. And the only thing that would prevent him from coming in is if he had like, you know, essentially flu-like symptoms, you know, Mm -hmm. something more severe, maybe like diarrhea or vomiting, um, a fever. Obviously, he can't communicate things like body aches and other and and like, you know, you know, chills and other stuff like that. But um, the the, the one common thing seems to be a uh, or like the one surefire way of getting sent home is if he has a fever. And so that that would really be it so that's the that's the, that's the the unfortunate and annoying thing about daycare is how like one it's like you know all these kids have these budding immune systems and they're not able to fight off these these illnesses but two they're just so unsanitary man <laughs> like the kids walk around they they exchange toys with one another each of them is like shoving it into their mouths because they think it's like food or they just want to explore it and so they just put it into their mouth so now they're swapping germs with all these other kids so one kid has, another kid gets. So yeah, it's not really uncommon for a kid to get this sick, or to get sick this often, and of course, then to 
to translate that to your parents. Like the amount of times he sneezed on me yesterday, I'm not even remotely surprised that I'm sick. I'm still fr- I'm still annoyed by it because like parts of today, I just I was I was so low energy. Like I, oh, already, yeah. I already get drained throughout the weekend. Like the the weekends are less um, energizing. You know, normal normal people people who don't have young kids, I guess, are are normally use their weekend to, to recharge. And I'm actually the opposite right now. The weekend is more draining because we just have to be on be on Gordon duty the whole time, and he's he's exhausting, he's tiring. So, um, especially with that, on top of the fact that I was sick, like today, I was just I was done. I'm just sitting there trying to like watch the um, the the uh, Formula One race today in mm-hmm. Istanbul. Uh, congratulations to Lewis Hamilton, by the way, for his seventh his seventh uh, driver's championship win today. He, he was able to secure that, like, I don't know how many races in advance now, the final race. But I was like, at some point in the day, I just kind of had to crash on the couch. Lena took Gordon out to the park, just kind of like walk around and, and hang out. Like the park looked with a little jungle gym across the street. And uh, I was like sprawled out on the couch, just trying to relax and get some energy back. So. Sure. Oh man. Yeah. Well, so we hope for your uh, speedy recovery, man. Appreciate it. I will quick quickly say about that Formula One race. Great race today. I know you. I, I know you haven't been watching anything. Um, I don't know if you're really no, following anything more than what I what I mentioned on the podcast here. Nope. But man, it was say. it was a great race. The uh, the the track. So like, I don't watch the practice sessions, which are there. There's um, what two practice sessions? I think on yeah, Friday. Two days worth. And then, and then a third practice session before qualifying on on uh, on Saturday, and so on Friday I had seen some clips on the on the on Reddit and heard like you know seen post people talking about the quality of the track. They had just laid out some new asphalt on the track, like they'd repaved the entire thing. I guess like within the last ten days, and it was in it was super slick. So the drivers actually couldn't get any they couldn't get the proper traction on it and so they were like they were spinning left and right like it was really unsafe and a lot of the a lot of the drivers like hamilton was saying that it was it was it was scary to race on it because you're trying to like you're trying to go full speed on these at these like turns that you would normally be able to make at other tracks and you couldn't make those same turns or it was just kind of like a toss-up whether or not your car would would survive based off of the 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 quality of the tires so that was Friday. Then Saturday was was qualifying. I turn on the TV because I don't watch any of the practice sessions. I turn on the TV on Saturday, and it's raining. So um, oh, I've, even better. I've never seen a, a raining a rained like a race where it's rained at. There's been a lot of like threat of rain or maybe like a super light drizzle in some of the races, but never anything like this. And so the the qualifying was pretty intense with a lot of drivers um, having spins. Some like people were just like, you know, completely their, their tails are completely like they're losing their tails on the uh, what they refer to as the outlap of the qualifying where, you know, they're they they have they have uh, not one chance, but they have to try their best to set the fastest single lap time that they can during the qualifying to determine the, 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 the starting position during the final race on Sunday. And um, when they come out from the pit stop, you don't actually cross the start line. So the drivers actually have to drive around the entire track once before they get back to the final straight where they just gun it and start a new lap time where they're actually trying to set a lap. So that when they come out of the pit lane 
and go back around the lap one whole time beforehand before like a proper run they refer to it as an outlap and so during this outlap which a lot of drivers take really slowly to preserve their tires there are drivers who are spinning on that lap like they're not even trying to they're not even trying to go fast at this point and they were losing it so that was interesting to see um the starting positions were really interesting like hamilton i think qualified like seventh sixth or seventh botas qualified like seventh or eighth um and then the race comes and and it didn't seem like Hamilton was going to be in it. Like he was he was down like seventh or eighth, I think, at one point. Botas got hit and he spun out. He spun like seven or eight times during the race. He finished like like fourteenth place. Um and he was the only person who could stop Hamilton from winning the championship, although Hamilton, of course, would have had to score zero points for the remainder of this of the uh I think the last four races. Mm-hmm. So um, Hamilton, all he really had to do was get like seventh place and he would have been good, you know, sixth, seventh place, wherever he was. But somehow with the, uh, the, cause it was raining again today, I should have mentioned, um, although it did stop and the drivers were able to kind of like carve out a dry section, a dry line of the entire track. And, um, they're driving on, on tires that have treads They're you know, the wet tires. And over time as the, 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 the racing line cleared up from the drivers going over so many times they did have they were able to continue to drive these um wet tires well past the point where they had lost all their treads so normally they would go in and pit and get a new fresh set of tires hamilton just continued to push i think he drove on on that set of tires like 40 some laps and when the race ended if you look up pictures of what the tires look like that he was driving um, you could see like the outer perimeter of the car has like you know the the, the tread lines, but the center, like the, the 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 majority, like the main part of the of the tire that was actually making contact with the ground, is completely bald, very similar to what you would see on like an actual racing tire on a on a dry day. He basically he and a couple of the other drivers who managed to stay out on the tires that long actually wore the treads off so much that they were basically driving on a set of dry tires. Um, and so he was able to win the race because of his pit strategy and just like incredible driving. So awesome race to see. Very cool. It's neat that you still keep up with it. Yeah. It's, uh, I never would have thought I would be, you know, I would have the, the desire to watch, like, you know, this was a 58 lap race that I would have the desire to sit there and like, I don't, I don't, especially now I don't really do it all in one sitting. Um, like la- I think two weeks ago, it took me the whole day to watch it. I would, I would catch a couple laps here and there. Um, but the fact that I'm even like, I want to watch like every second of it and hear, or at least hear the commentators discuss a lot of things. Cause sometimes I can't actually keep my eyes on the whole time, but the fact that I'm that interested in it is, um, I, I, I wouldn't have thought that last year. Or like you know earlier in the season when we were watching Drive to Survive. I mean, I watched, I watched season one of Drive to Survive, and I didn't watch a single second of of a Formula One racing last year. But for whatever reason, I think it's probably largely related to COVID. To be honest, with the lack of sports that were actually available when Formula sure. One came back, this is one of the this is one of the sports that I was kind of aware of, and I felt like I knew enough about to watch. And you know, NBA wasn't back, football wasn't here yet. Don't think baseball is running quite yet, and I don't watch baseball anyway. So I think it it, it was uh, larger related to COVID for that reason. Oh, oh, and Gordon too, because he wakes up so early, and all these races are like you know most of the races are in the Eastern Hemisphere, you know Europe or even Asia, and 
they're on like early, like the, like today's race, I think started at like six or 7 AM our time, Eastern time. So being up that early, it's like, Oh, I turn the TV on and Hey, I don't really want to watch the news or I don't want to, like, there's nothing else to watch. Why not just watch some, uh, some racing that's live. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm barely watching any football this year. I feel like I just have it all in the background. Uh, but I think with fantasy and COVID and us moving, I think the move, I don't know if I told you guys the. I was about to say, we haven't talked about the movie yet on the pod, so this at is all? a surprise. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe so. Oh, yikes. Um, cat's out of the bag now, huh? Yeah. Um, well, Carolyn and I are moving. Uh, we signed our lease, so I'll sort of take a few steps back. We signed our lease to our current place in February of this year. So, nine months ago, and world was a very different time. We signed this, you know, corner lead, uh, corner one bedroom. We were very happy with it. We like had we bought this massive table because we thought we were going to be hosting all these parties this year. We were going to travel like literally a month after we signed the lease. We we're supposed to go to Tokyo, obviously. Oh wow, it was that soon after? Yeah, jeez. Yeah, you know, you said nine months, and I still didn't really put it together. That was like what February then? Yeah, see, just, yeah, we just started a touch before COVID hit. Yeah, exactly. Like. COVID had already hit Asia. Right. And you were aware of it, but... I was certainly aware of it, I think, because my uh, my family in China had been affected by it for much longer. Yeah. So just hearing, like, oh, they're in quarantine for, like, 70-some days where, you know, we can't even suffer through two weeks of, like, modified yep. uh, quarantine. But they were, like, full-on government lockdown. And you uh, literally see... We saw videos of people on, like, Reddit being pulled from their apartments and by, by yeah. people in just full hazmat gear. Yeah, because they had like, a they, quarantine. They, yeah, exactly. You heard it. You heard like a neighbor cough, and you and you called up the government. Like, yo, I think, yeah, he, I think he's got something. Ice this fool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong government. That's that's the Philippines. That's the Philippines buffalo. Yeah, yeah. They're um, they're, they're smoking. Like, weed I think in I smell. I sm- yeah, right. Um, so, you know, you just hear, um, what's it called? Just missile incoming. Uh, <laughs> are we firing predator missiles. Over exactly here? right. Um. But uh, so anyways, you know, we signed this lease uh, for whatever the amount was. And, you know, when we had when we were looking for this place, we knew that, you know, apartments in this building were going really fast. And so we signed. We were very happy with the decision. And then COVID hit. And for the past nine or eight months, Carol and I have essentially been working in the same room the entire time where, you know, we're living in we're working in the living room. So. We sort of commandeered the dining table to be her uh, work desk. The issue is, her and I are about 10 feet away in the same room, and we're on calls all day. So I can hear all of her calls. She can hear all of my calls. And it's just, it slowly had a sort of a deleterious effect um, on our relationship because it's just stressful. You know, like you you want to focus on your stuff, but then you hear somebody talking in the room. Yeah, it's uh, takes your focus. Yeah. Yeah. And so she is now working in our bedroom. We got another like small office desk. So that's, you know, able to at least put a, a door in between us. And we're trying to feel the effects of it. But we, uh, ever since I want to say like July, you know, Carol and I were looking at other apartments in the building with the hope that, you know, man, if we, if we found a two bedroom, 
you know, we keep hearing all these people are moving out of the city. Like, man, if we can find a two bedroom, that would be awesome. I said, all right. So we took a look and, you know, prices are still pretty high. And uh, we weren't interested in spending more. You know, we've been doing such a good job saving that we, we definitely weren't interested in, in looking to to spend more on rent. And so, you know, July goes by, August goes by, September, and now we're in November. And Carolyn finds a spot. And it's essentially the same price. Two bedrooms are essentially going for the same price as what we were paying for one bedrooms. That's nice. All right. It's finally hitting. So, yeah, like apartments. Let's see. So one bedrooms in our building were going for, we'll say, mid fours to high fours. Okay. Four thousands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And two bedrooms were in like the 6,000, like high fives, low sixes. So when we moved in here, we weren't, it was out of our budget. We weren't going to pay for a two bedroom, you know? I mean, it would be amazing to have a two bedroom. We'd have a converted office, a bedroom. So we were very happy with our unit, you know, corner unit north, uh, northeast facing. I can see Columbus Circle. I can see Central Park. It's great. You can see Lincoln Center. It's fantastic. And... Carolyn uh, shows us an apartment. She goes, oh, all right, let's let's reach out to management. Because hey, you know, we're interested in potentially doing another in-house transfer. An in-house transfer is something that my property management company allows us to do, whereby you upgrade. It has to be a more expensive apartment. They say you have to move up in price and in square footage, but I think the idea is because square footage is so sort of tied to price that they want you to like upgrade you're not allowed to downgrade um so that's what i did when i moved from my old apartment on 72nd street it was a studio in this you know in this uh portfolio uh, property management company it's a portfolio i said hey listen i want to break my lease because i want to upgrade to a one bedroom portfolio and they're happy to do that because they're gonna get more money out of me right so that was the first in-house transfer that i did and the second one just so happened to, to happen now where you know, we're meeting with the, the, the realtor in the building because the leasing office is in the building. And they go, yeah, so, you know, a lot of people in the city are finding out that when they, what they could have only afforded before studio prices, which is in like in this building, probably like high twos, low threes, which is still a lot because my old studio was going for like mid twos. But this is like one of the nicer buildings in their portfolio uh they're realizing that oh you know one bedrooms are going for the same prices so everyone's upgrading now there's more people that live in studios by themselves trying to get one beds than there are people in one beds or couples in one beds trying to get two beds uh because the couples that are living in one beds are tending to either leave the city or you know there's like a whole host of reasons why uh that's happening so one bedrooms on the market are, or one, I'm sorry, one bedrooms in their sort of portfolio are just flying off the shelves, but two bedrooms are sitting. So not only are is the COVID depressing the real estate market, but we saw that the percentage decrease in price was starting to get pretty intense. It's like, right. you know, back in May, it was like minus two, minus 3%. Uh, June was like four or five, July was like six, seven, and then the list price for these that we were looking for at were already minus like eight and a half, nine percent 
on top of previous uh, price decreases. And so essentially we had gotten our place here. I'm mean, sorry, the, the, new, the place that we just signed. It normally would go for about, I think, 6600 bucks a month. Oh, boy. We got it for less than five. That's crazy. Yeah, we got it for less than five. That's so, a huge discount. And it's only about 100 bucks more a month for us. So yeah, we were like, hell yeah. So that's we'll a no-brainer, really. Yeah, that we wanted. To, we're moving into a two-bedroom, two-bath corner unit on the 45th floor. The great thing about the 45th floor is there's also fewer units on the floor. So from floors 5 to, I want to say, like 38 or 40, you have, about eight, you have eight units per floor. Okay. There's 700 units in the entire building. There's Our building has two towers, the North Tower and the South Tower. So about 350 units per tower. Uh, units start from the fifth floor up because, you know, floors one through five are commercial space. There's a CVS downstairs. So oh, Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, and then from like 40 up, it goes down because the building gets thinner as you go up. Uh, or yeah, I guess that is the right word. Narrower. Yeah, no, um, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's and not, so, yeah, yeah, not, our not, floor, not enough like floor space or surface area as you move yeah, up. Exactly. So on our floor, there are four units, uh, A through D. Um, now, what's interesting is the D residence, I think is a three bedroom because it's got like the opposite like side of the wing of, a, of the floor. And then we're close to the other two units. So we're moving in a week. Okay. We signed the lease about a week ago. So we've just been packing up and, you know, I'm taking over. Uh, so the master bedroom is where Carolyn will work. We can comfortably fit a queen size bed, two end tables, and a working desk, like very easily, which we're very grateful for. Got it. So two bedroom, two baths. So the master bedroom now has an ensuite bathroom. There's now a bedroom, a bathroom in the hallway. So like you and Elena, nice Gordon, yeah. ever were to come and visit, you, you know, get your own can, private bathroom. We get our bathroom. You yeah. guys get a bathroom. Yeah, we can also, no, that's nice. Yeah, we have a, a massive sectional where somebody can sleep in, but we also can just put like additional air mattresses in the middle ba- uh, bedroom now okay so yeah. like if after covid if you guys ever want us like literally stay with us and save money on fucking like hotel costs in the city you know yeah we're more than happy to have you guys um, sounds good uh, i will be taking over the middle the second bedroom as an office uh now i always told you reza that when i got an office that i would upgrade into a battle station yeah, but you, uh, but you lied to me. But I lied to you. Uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you how my bank account works. See, there's, a che- <laughs> um, there's a checking and a savings. No, uh, the it's we're basically going to create a multi-purpose room. It's going to be an office, but it's also going to be where the Peloton is, where she can do her yoga. Right. Um, I am moving my Xbox to the office, so I will no longer be playing. Oh, really? Yeah. So I want to try that. Okay. For the so you have a foreseeable future. Well, you, you'll have a TV or are you going to play on your monitor from then? Play on my monitor. Oh, wow. Okay, look at you. Yeah. Uh, it's, a very we'll quick, how... it's a very quick upgrade to that uh, to, the, to the PC. I'm just saying it from that. <laughs> no, I know. I know. No, but, no. Uh... We, t- we talked a lot about this in general, just like the the logistics and, and the comfort with the yeah. with the console. And honestly, like especially with the way, not even like, when, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about, oh, 
the these new consoles are basically PCs at this point, which they actually said about the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. But really, the biggest thing is the the fact that there's so much crossplay now opening up between different franchises and such there really is no reason to buy a specific console or be on a specific platform i mean like the biggest reason for me to want to get an xbox one when i did is because that was the the console that well Euron really decided that we were all getting we were going to get playstations yeah yeah because that's where your friends play but if you don't have if that consideration doesn't need to be made then you just get whatever fits your lifestyle who cares right like you're, you're playing you're playing the same game it doesn't matter Right. So what's what's nice is, um, I was thinking about playing in the in the TV, but now that I'm thinking about it, it would be nice to almost clean up the uh, the living area a little bit, fewer wires, yada yada yada, and then just have everything on like my uh, my computer desk. Yeah. The interesting thing I have to figure it out is, will it fit? Um, and if it doesn't fit on my desk, uh, I'll have to figure out where I can put it. Um. There is a there's like a fifteen percent chance I'm soul gaming on the TV, which is fine because now Carolyn's like much further away, so I can like talk at a what I hope can be a normal volume at night. But if if I can play on the PC or on the computer in the office, I can close the door. She can close the door, go to bed, right. and then you and I can just talk at a normal volume. Right, right. Um, remind me, do you have what what kind of monitor do you have? Is it a four K? No, it's a. 2160p okay okay gotcha yeah 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 carolyn and i are switching back monitors because her monitor that she uses now has two hdmi ports she only needs one and i don't mine only has one but i need two uh so i am hoping to once we switch we'll be all set and then i can have like the xbox because i bought like a new like i think it was a six not a six inch but like maybe like a one foot long cable uh hdmi cable so i can hopefully have like a pretty less wired rig you know but when the xbox series x gets bought i'm thinking about putting it on uh like a uh, sort of a tower cabinet next to my desk because it doesn't need to be on my desk right yeah um and it's so close that, you know, we'll, we'll have to figure out the wiring. The wiring could be a mess, but it is what it is. Like, you know, wire management is something that I really like to key in on. But it's a little, it might be asking too much for the current setup that I have. And it is what it is. Yeah. So we get our keys on Saturday. Um, we originally hired Movers, the same moving company that we used to move us from the old apartment to the new apartment. That move was really easy because we didn't have that much furniture we were bringing with us. It was just a ton of boxes. Uh, and then when we tried to hire them again, they were saying it was going to cost us $1,300. Oof. Because they oh, said, boy. yeah, they said this is, we also just have a ton more furniture now. Right, we have a dining table with six chairs. We have a Peloton. We have a, a bed frame, a mattress, all the stuff that they just didn't have to move last time. I see. So they charged us like six hundred bucks, I think, last time to move, which is like you know, it is what it is. Um, I had like much less furniture, but this time so much more furniture. So thirteen hundred dollars. So originally we said yes, and then when we sent when we had the super combine fix our uh, fridge again for like the third time. <laughs> I told him that we were moving. He goes, how much are they paying you? Or how much are you paying? I go, why? He goes, I'll do it. He goes, you tell, <laughs> he goes, tell me how much they're doing. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quote. 
So he gave us a quote for like substantially less. He goes, you know, he's like the six foot four Russian guy. He goes, I'll bring my uh, 22 year old son. He's six foot six. He works in construction. He goes, I have moved hundreds of people in the building. He goes, I also just do side gigs, you know. You yeah. want me to mount a TV? You want me to do this or that? People just, you know, That's do dope. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So um, that reminds me, I got to pull out cash uh, for the move. Uh, Otherwise, you're about to be sitting there telling him the way your bank account's set up again. All right. Um, so, you know, I got to check in on savings. But uh, so we get our keys this Saturday. So Karen and I are going to move all the boxes. We're gonna, we have a, like we don't have a drawer or a dresser or anything. We have like these like wire baskets that sort of sit on top of each other. And that's where we put all our clothes. So we'll move that stuff. We'll move all of our coats. We'll literally move everything but the furniture. Yeah. We'll just take the elevator up and, you know, yeah. up and down. We have like right. these like trolleys things that you can put boxes on. Okay. So yeah. our Saturday is going to – next Saturday is going to be really rough for us because it will be really intense. And I think you and I might need to record beforehand because the internet doesn't get set up until Monday. Gotcha. Um, so I won't okay. have any internet in new place on Sunday night. Uh, okay. which you know sort of is what it is i'll just be spending all day like unpacking and stuff like that but uh yeah so i'll let you know about that um, okay yeah and no then problem. we get the new internet on monday and i'm hoping to be like back online ready to ready to duty man there you go yeah so that's, that's a little bit of our life yeah sounds good nice um real quick real quick you said you said your your monitor is 2160p i think so why that is 4k so yeah, but it's, um, <laughs> let me let me just really quickly pull up the specs to the, the monitor okay. that we bought. Okay. We bought this monitor for a work from home perspective, so we, yeah. I like never thought to buy because it was also going to be really expensive to buy like a uh, a gaming monitor. Uh, yeah, there's no reason to get that. Yeah, right. they're, they're like realistically, I'll I'll say this while you while you pull it up, like the so the new the new consoles can play at. Um, I think technically they can play at 4K 120 hertz, mm-hmm. although unlike it's unlikely that that many games would do 4K at 120 hertz. They realistically are going to be doing like 4K at 60 hertz or maybe even 4K at 30 hertz, depending on what res like what yeah. options you change. Like I know that the new Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS5, for example, can either play at 4K 60 hertz or can play at 4K 30 hertz, and the difference is that you turn off like ray tracing. Yeah. when you when you play at 60 hertz so you allows for a little bit more of a smoother gameplay experience now the thing about the 120 hertz is that most tvs like most people not most but a lot of people that have tvs in their living room aren't there they don't have like a super high refresh rate monitor or, or sorry tv they're usually at 60 because you don't really need anything more like it, a lot of people feel like the, anything with a high refresh rate on a tv looks weird because there's these like um what do they call it? like the interpolated frames yeah. where the, the the screen the TV is basically creating f- not fake but uh, but uh, frames or images that were actually never really recorded to make things a lot smoother. Now, of course, when you're playing a game, it's not making things up; it's actually rendering at that at that proper at that proper um, frame rate. But um, you know, you wouldn't really foresee such a thing existing with a uh, with a console. And again, like I mentioned. A lot of games are probably not going to be pushing out beyond 60 frames per second unless it's backwards compatible games or like maybe more indie style games. Um, wouldn't really be the biggest deal in the world because, you know, if you're playing 4K, I mean, it's going to look great. So. So you hear the specs, right? Yeah. I have 
Here, let me just send it to you. I just realized you know, you're on here. Gotcha. So, yeah, Slack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. I got here. about. I think I got. Oh this. man, you got the Dell. Yeah, I got this for two hundred and fifty bucks off because my company gave us a stipend to work from home, oh, so nice. we just threw it all towards a monitor. Because Carolyn needed one, right? So yeah. So tell me, it's not. It's two K. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it's fourteen forty p. No, this this is this is exactly it. So this, I wanted this monitor. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, no, I really, I wanted Wait, this monitor. Wait, didn't I, I reach out to you about this stuff? Yeah, I, I think we did. I just can't remember what we, I can't remember exactly what we discussed, to be honest. Yeah. So, no. I mean, it looks the, like it's got one oh, millisecond response time, which is good, right? Yeah. It's not quite the monitor I want. It's the TN. So the panel type is TN. Yeah. I wanted want the, the IPS. IPS version of this monitor, yeah. which is like $500, I think, normal price. And it drops down to like three something every now and again. Yeah. I actually got an LG for, which is a 1440p, 27 inch, uh, 144 hertz monitor. It's an IPS. Okay. It's like the same panel, um, just made by LG. But um, no, this is, this is great. So the Xbox One Series X can output at 1440p. The PS5 natively doesn't output at 1440p. It either does 1080p or it does 4K. The 1440p is kind of in the middle of the two, but it's a mm-hmm. different at it's a different aspect ratio. If so I, could I could I do it where I set it to 4K and just see what happens on my screen, or it will it not compute? It will. It might. I think it would output at. I think it would output. So yeah, it, what would happen? I think is it would render at 4K, but it would only it would be capped at um either 1440p or maybe even 1080p i'm not sure what the monitor would do or what would happen exactly yeah so you would basically be rendering at a higher um capacity than what your monitor could actually show and so yeah. you would basically be wasting wasting uh power when you could be yeah. taking advantage somewhere else but it's a 155 hertz monitor too so so yeah, I mean that'll I mean, be good for duty and all that stuff, right? The game will yeah, just feel so way. I know smoother. Warzone. I think they just like, there was a post on I think R slash Games yesterday mm-hmm. that was talking about how Infinity Ward quote quietly pushed an update out for Xbox One Series X, where they increased the frame rate to 120 hertz, and I think is I think that's kind of what the gist of, what the, of the post was saying, but they did not do the same thing for the PS5. And then someone else, someone commented saying it was it's not like this big conspiracy. There's a specific reason for it. Um, I can't remember what the reason was to be honest. Exactly, I think it's something like there there is. I think it's there is no backwards compatible version of Warzone on the PS5. I think the PS5 version of Warzone is, I guess, the PS5 version of Warzone. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the Xbox One Series X, while there probably is a, a, a Series X version of Warzone, I think you can also play the Xbox One version of Warzone, and you can push the the uh, the res or sorry the frame rate up to 120 hertz because of that update. So so yeah, in short, yeah. you would definitely be able to take advantage of that then. And um, I, I, I think the 27 playing... inch, I think you'll find a big difference between playing on a bigger screen and playing on something like much smaller. Dude, I, I slay on smaller screens. Yeah. That's just yeah. a fact. It's, yeah. I remember playing Black Ops 1 with you on a small screen. Um, no, no, no. Was it Black Ops 1 or Black Ops? Which is the one that had Raid Dom? Uh, 2. Black Ops 2. I played Black Ops 2 on like a 19 inch monitor. It was like a 19 inch TV. Uh, this was like before like HD gaming, right? It was still the uh, yeah, 
Yeah. So the red, white, and yellow, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I played that on like a tiny, tiny TV that my grandparents had on their room whenever they weren't here. And let me tell you, all those clips, tiny, tiny, tiny TV. So uh, I like, I, it just feels much more manageable. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. No. When I get the Series X and like I don't want to spend the money on what's it called? Uh, like a new monitor. Yep. I'll see how good uh, Cyberpunk looks. Because if Cyberpunk, I can out, because my TV is like proper 4K, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's only 60, uh, 60 right. re- uh, refresh. But it's like it's Cyberpunk. I don't, I don't care. You know, it, it can yeah. be a little bit slower. Um, so, yeah. Yep. I'll let you know. Nah, definitely. I'll send photos. We'll send photos when we're, when we're done moving in. Yeah, sounds good. Or I'll just like video chat you and then I'll just walk around with my laptop. Yeah, give me the tour. Yeah, Hell no, yeah. it's it's definitely really exciting. I'm glad that you were able to take advantage of that. Yeah, we um, signed a we signed that. a two year lease. Especially since like it's ne- it's almost necessary for work purposes. It's not really I mean, obviously there is the, the, the benefit to your to your your personal life, but this is largely inspired by work, yeah? Like, would you have even been looking for this? Would you have been aware if it wasn't for the fact that work was really pushing you guys to this decision? Uh, I think... Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Possibly, okay. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a big reason. Because like, we, we got our original... Um, apartment not with code in mind yeah you know yeah yeah uh and so now that we have to do essentially covid for at least the next six months to a year right it's nuts man it's absolutely crazy yeah we're not going back into the office until early as april they said yeah so. that's exactly what they've said for us now and right i'm not sure about that either exactly <laughs> and so if that's the case, then we might as well get a place that we're comfortable working because we spend so much time, so much time in our week working. Yeah. Right? This might also mean just daytime draws with you, buddy. I see you. I see you. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll just meet you. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get out of here. All right. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Cool. All right. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. I'm going to go to the hospital.